0: And of the Holy Spirit, one true God. Amen. Expected and beloved Hutchins, God of the My dear brothers and sisters in Christ, those who are here and those who are watching online. The gospel portion today just reminds me of a small quote, I from Benjamin Franklin. There are two things not me. From in life. And those two things are death and taxes, as shown in the Gospel portion. The first part, Christ prophesies his own death. And then we come across something peculiar, at least it, became, it was strange for me. A tax that needed to be paid to enter into the temple. So what is this temple? tax that had to be paid. If you read in the book of Numbers chapter 3, we see a mention of people being taxed with reference to the tabernacle. More specifically, there was a census throughout all of Israel which was looking at all the firstborn. For God chose 22,000 Levites to be his people. It says specifically, the Levites shall be mine, I am the Lord. However, in the census, there were 22,263 people, young men, I should say. And because of this, because of the 263 people, they had to be a tax for their redemption, and so not only were these twenty-two thousand Levites exempted from the tax. More specifically, in this chapter and in the next, we hear their duty, what they're allowed to do, which no one else is, and that is to approach the tabernacle. In our case, to approach the altar. Because when Christ says, who needs to pay this tax, the sons of the king or others, he is laying the groundwork for the statement which St. Peter writes in his epistle. But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession. That you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wondrous light so therefore instead of a small portion of the population being set apart as his own people all who are faithful believers and all who have been baptized in the name of the trinity have been given this calling this means we are given the permission to stand before the holy altar without fear and to praise Him as He deserves the praise. Now I understand that not all of us are gathered here. Some of us may be afraid to draw near because of this pandemic. And it is understandable. If you have health issues, please be cautioned with uh, coming to services. But through this live stream, through this beautiful uh, gift that has been given to us, even at home we were able to join us in this worship. We are still able to declare His praises, even at home, here. This call to praise God is meant which has only been given to the priest in the Old Testament and worshiped before his holy altar. So this means, when you see Achin finishing a prayer, he doesn't say, Amin. we do. When he turns around and makes a sign of the cross to you all, he doesn't do it for the fun of it, but we make the sign of the cross. When there are songs to sing or responses to be said, we sing and we chant. It is not enough to just stand there with your thoughts going all over the place, but rather we participate in the divine service. Because what Ajahn is doing up there it's not a ritual, it's not a play. When Ajit says, peace be with you all, he is receiving the peace from the altar and extending it to you. And in response, you say, "May peace be with your spirit as well. Just as a small digression, and this might come to as a shock or something new for um, some of you, is referred to as the chief celebrant in the Holy Qur'ana. In other uh, analogies, he is uh, he's called the tongue of the church. And this means he speaks on our behalf. But I must emphasize that he speaks on our behalf. That is why we would do our responses. We don't have a tradition in our church where the priest celebrates alone. As a matter of fact, the priest cannot uh, serve the liturgy alone, without us, because we, in a sense, are called co-celebrants. Granted, we don't stand in front of the altar and do what action does, but we have an equally important task at hand as well, that we worship God that we respond to the prayers, that we sing the praises of God. And returning to the main topic at hand, I want to address those who are watching uh, in the live stream, and some of those of of you who will be coming home uh, when you do watch the live streams, that when we watch it, I just want to say that we shouldn't approach this as if we're watching Sunday night football, like in our pajamas or unprepared anyway. I'm not saying you have to dress up, but I am saying that there is a need for some reverence to be given for the service. Yes, I understand that it might be uh, extra work or it might seem strange to be prepared but not go to church, be listening to the live stream as if it's background music because again we are participating in this service here and from afar no matter where you are at home respond to the prayers sing the prayers uh, the the hymns that the church uh, gives us for remember that you all are a chosen generation of royal priesthood a holy nation His own people, that you may declare His praises. May all glory and honor be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father shows mercy to his children, hallelujah. So the Lord shows mercy to those who fear him. As for men, his days are like grass, hallelujah. Like the flower of the field, so he will.